Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Well met, fellow adventurers. So we are back with Sir Quilkington once again. And he was invited to Ashley to see how it looks like after they've tidied it up. Sweeped away all the old work bits. And now they have, and he's, and she's gone to make a, make a visit, you know, probably get some thanks, probably, <laughs> probably get several rounds in the Sage Lord Tavern. Nestled into the thick of the rolling hills, between the western shores of Moonlight Lake, and the eastern elbow of Fogmore Forest, the small small town of Ashley has long has known a long period of prosperity, despite its close proximity to the legendary cursed wood. Alright, we're going to be spending a lot of time in that wood. A lot. Because it's very big and there's a lot of spooky stuff in there that we've got to deal with. So let's learn a bit more about it. Fogbar, the forest of mist. Fogbar refers to a large area of forest that stretches from the western banks of the River Twind to just southwest of the city of Twithick in Tysa, to the base of the Ferudian, Ferudian foothills. Long ago, as the age of Alduan was dawning, a powerful sorcerer named Wagnar built a tower in the middle of the forest that served as a place of learning for aspiring spellcasters from across the realms. Alas, though Wagner's thirst of power was unquenchable, and as he reached the limits of his own magical ability, he sought out new ways to increase his already formidable 
arcane might. To this end, Wachnor managed to secretly open a shadow path which allowed him passage between the world of Swith and a nightmarish realm of the Neverness. His journeys to the, to the Neverness brought him new knowledge and new dark and terrible power. The endeavour, however, slowly drove him mad. Wachnar became distrustful of people, especially other mages, although I can kind of understand that. Mages are always doing kooky things and, you know, opening portals to other realms, turning things into monsters, blowing stuff up, unleashing the fury of the elements on stuff. <laughs> And being very smug about it, often. And he sought to protect the shadow path he had created, lest other mages discover and use his portal. He became increasingly reclusive, abandoned his teachings, and forbade others to trespass in the forest in which his tower sat. As his madness grew, he used his newly acquired dark arts to construct a fiendish labyrinth that would keep his secrets safe forever. The labyrinth was a complex mage maze, many levels deep, are fitted with fiendish traps and powerful guardians of the sorcerer's own design. All to protect the shadow path that lay hidden in the darkest of the maze's twisting depths. In what was perhaps his final act of mag madness, Wagner used his sorcerer's might to place a curse upon the forest. An attempt to conceal his, lab his labyrinth and the secret that lay within. The curse changed the very nature of the forest itself. The trees became sickly and dark, and a thick blanket of fog descended upon the forest. It became an altogether unwholesome place, and was shunned by all but a few brave local huntsmen who still sought game on its borders. Wagner eventually disappeared, and some say he became forever lost in his own diabolical labyrinth, unable to escape the very wickedness his magic had created. Others say that a powerful evil entered swift through the shadow gate he opened, and consumed him! Over a thousand years have passed since Wagner's disappearance, and... Because few will dare venture into the fog bar. Little is known about his tower or the labyrinth. Many a traveller has journeyed into the fog bar, never to return. Others have returned with eerie tales about dark creatures lurking in the mist of the forest. Many believe that those who disappeared in fog bar over the centuries now roam the cursed wood as the living dead. Fogborough remains a place that is commonly avoided by all. Even the few bold huntsmen who once found an abundance of game just inside the forest edge have abandoned the wood for friendlier hunting grounds. The most direct way to get to the cursed forest is to cross the Wither Twin southwest of Twithick. However, few boatsmen are willing to brave the opposite shore of the river, so close to the forest. 
tall and sturdy wall of pointed ash logs surrounds the settlement, protecting the town's inhabitants from the perils inherent in existence set in the remote wilds of the kingdom. It was you who, who purged out Ashlau, the fearsome Otorok, the legions of the Wenegade sorcerers Koratel. Your deed on behalf of the town and its citizens will never be forgotten. Here in Ashlau, you are always afforded a hero's welcome. And just, you can rest, it's a safe spot, so you can rest and you can save, which I'll just do right now. Now, let's go visit this Sage Law Tavern. Your victory over Yotua quickly became, and has remained, the topic of all conversation in Ashler's only inn and tavern. The Sage Law's patrons, as well as its proprietor, are always eager to hear your latest tales of adventure and quick to provide you with a near endless supply of house ale in exchange for them. The warring blaze from the tavern's oversized fireplace does an admirable job of chasing off the damp chill that hangs over the town. Let's visit the proprietor, Fragile. Fragile, a wild-eyed, grey-haired man with a long and tangled beard, is always glad to see you. He tells you that since your victory over the Otoruk that invaded Ashla, Sage Law has realised a new level of prosperity. You all, you're still all that's talked about around here, he says, waving his hand across the crowded con room. And better than that, this is the spot where all the talking is done. I've had to call it all up from the river, mind. And there's not, an, there's not enough of my house brew to satisfy this lot. I don't suppose it's such as your aim, but thank you for it anyhow. Fragile tells you he's often the first in town to learn of any news of great importance and will gladly share anything he thinks might be of interest to you. You thank him and bid, and bid the busy Tatham Keep farewell. Uh, oh, he's, he's, he's not learned anything new yet. Leave the tavern. Visit the council building. You arrive at the Ashley council building, only to find its doors locked and its windows boarded up. To making a few inquiries, do you learn that due to the damage the structure suffered during the Otorok invasion, the town's council members have begun meeting elsewhere? in an undisclosed location. Curious as to why the town council has not revealed the new location of their meetings, well, maybe they don't know yet either. <laughs> you turn away from the abandoned building and set off on your way. Visit the watchtower. Rising up into the sky on the western side of the walled town is a large watchtower constructed entirely out of sturdy timbers. The tower is manned both night and day by members of Ashlar's militia. The, tent, the head of the town militia, a soft-spoken man by the name of Rowan, can almost always be found in or around the tower, overseeing those whose wary gazes are almost always fixed upon the dark edge of the cursed wood to the west. 
Time and again, Vorwan has thanked you for your brave and successful endeavour on behalf of the people of Ashlar. The genuine respect that Vorwan has for you is plainly evident in both his words and demeanour. It's always nice to see you about, he says, as the two of you stand on the watchtower's highest platform, staring at the dark line of trees west of town. I dare say we haven't seen the last of the shadows to crawl forth from that wood. It's a blessing to know there's someone like you amongst us. Alright. I can you can now explore Ashlire or there's an adventure for this location. I think I'll do that first. The Wayward Wagons. While investigating the disappearance of four wagon, supply wagons bound for Ashlire, start the adventure. Here we go. Within minutes of your arrival in Ashlire, you learn that a caravan of, of supply wagons en route to the remote town from Twithick has not arrived as scheduled and is now nearly two days late. And they don't have delays in there. They, and they don't have delays in their transport like transport connections because they didn't have Brexit. <laughs> so delays like that are something suspicious rather than expected. <laughs> Before the town council can even approach you, petition for your help in invest investigating the missing wagons, you're already making preparations for what you hope will be a short and uneventful journey along the desolate road, leaving north along the edge of Fogbar. Already a hero beyond all measure in the eyes of the citizens of Ashlar, your undertaking of this new task serves only to bolster your stalwart reputation. Members of the town council tell you the caravan regularly carries supplies from Twithick to Ashlar, and that, despite the peril inherent in the route it takes, one that leads it along the eastern edge of the cursed wood. It has never before been late. You sense the council members aren't telling you the whole story regarding the wagons that make the frequent trek from the Witherport. However, your desire to discover the caravan's fate awaits what might easily prove to be an innocent omission of some important details. With your thoughts focused on the endeavour ahead, you set out for Ashlire the following morning at first light. A broad, ancient road winds its way through the hills north of Ashlire, passing near to the edge of Fogmoor. It is along the empty road that you trek north, eagerly seeking any sign of the missing supply wagons. Hmm. I'm going to guess this road was built while... While Fogborough was either only, either only moderately spooky, or possibly before it became spooky at all. At times, the swirling mist that seep out of the cursed wood to the west cover the road and obscure your view of the landscape, making it possible to see more than a few dozen yards in any direction. At other times, the fog lifts and you find yourself almost forgetful of the fact that the road skirts the eastern edge of the fabled forest. Just past midday, after moving out of a bank of mist that hangs in the basin of a wide dell through which the road passes, 
you at last come upon that which you set out in search of. Up ahead, standing off to the west left of the road, are four large wagons. Huh? There we are. I just gotta hook them up, find some horses, get them back. And possibly deal with whatever's delayed them. For several moments, from the top of the hill just to the south of the four wagons, you curiously survey the fog-shrouded scene. There was no sign of the horses that presumably drew the caravan, and no evidence of anyone, living or dead, in the vicinity. Having satisfied yourself the area was presently deserted, you start down the slope towards the wagons, only to freeze in mid-step just a few moments later. Your eyes are immediately drawn to two leather-clad figures emerging from the wall of mist near the back of the last wagon. The two men, one of them carrying an axe and the other wearing a short blade, make their way along the side of the standing caravan, peering into each of the wagons as they pass. They are soon joined by four more men. As the six men begin talking amongst themselves near the foremost of the four wagons, you're able to hear bits and pieces of their conversation. And your suspicions are confirmed. The six men standing within three dozen yards of your fog-concealed position are bandits. Well, that's no problem there. Bandits are a dime a dozen. Listen, as that band of highwaymen talk about their plans for the wagons, she'll have already been looted, and the horses... She'll earn already banned off the Twithic. Suddenly, however, your pulse quickens as one of the bandits makes mention of the six of them. And he really, re- immediately realises he's referring to the very people those caravan they've waylaid. Your heart skips a beat and anger rises within you when you hear one of the bandits put forth a cool suggestion. One that meets little resistance from the other members of this group his ruthless crew. Kill them, he says coldly. Toss their bodies into the wood and be done with it. I don't want to be about this place when night falls. Get on with it. As four of the bandits turn and head towards the back of the caravan, your mind begins to waste. Unless you're planning, unless you're able to intervene in time, these ruthless brigands brigands plan on killing the people. Those wagons, they've just plundered! Suddenly, you catch something moving out of the fog at the forest's edge. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. 
For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Autowalk. Oh, no. More of them. At least a dozen. He has that many left. I thought, I thought I got them all. Maybe we should have two or three, but a dozen? At least a dozen of the tall, slender beings of wood and iron are silently stalking out of the misty wood, moving swiftly and steadily towards the line of wagons. Shouts suddenly ring out, and you spot three of the bandits, their weapons raised, Rushing to confront the strange legion <coughs> upon them. Seizing the opportunity, the timely arrival of the Otorok has provided, he rushed down the hill and, qu- and moved quickly across the mist-covered terrain, heading for the rear of the caravan. When he hoped to find the six people, those fates would rest in their hands of their heartless captures, but not for long. You wince as the horrific blood-curdling streak screams of the hopelessly outwatched, outmatched Hiram and wise into the air, filling you with dread. Hmm. Oh, all right, son. Yeah, so, those Otorok would have made, made a good guardian force then for the Grey Circle. Because they can deal with the bandits here, they can deal with bandits elsewhere. Hmm. <laughs> well, of course, that's probably not that they can kill. That was obvious, but getting them to stop killing, that's the rub. As you reach the first of the wagons, you spot two more of the bandits rushing to join the battle that's already claimed the lives of three of their cohorts. Suddenly, you catch sight of six people lying on the ground at the back of the wagon their limbs bound with heavy rope. The four men and two women, who face a brutal end to their ordeal at the hands of the highwaymen, call out for you to help. You're within only a few yards of the captives when two of the Otoroks step into your path. The silent soldiers of Koratel move swiftly towards you. I can engage these two Otorok, or hurry up and... Hurry up and try to reach the people I've got to untie now. Now, I think these Otorok, I do not want these pe- Otorok around. Well, people who can't even run. Now, I've got to deal with them to engage the two Otorok. You step forward and bravely engage the two Otorok, blocking your path. The first of the silent wooden beings moves to meet your advance. I guess I'm between the wagons or something. So they can't flank me. Or at least, yeah, they could flank me, but by the time the second one gets there, I've already dealt with the first. The Ultrawalk begin combat. 
and it swipes it to its iron-tipped wooden limbs. The Oatwork has adapted its combat tactics to match yours. It adapted to 11 plus. Alright, just normal attack. Normal, normal, normal. And slain. 22 XP. The Oatwork collapses into a heap of splintered wood at your feet. Before you've had even a moment to catch your breath, however, the next of Coratel's silent minions is upon you. It is another Otorok. I'm gonna bring it down. Oh, I've been stunned! Alright, bring it down, bring it down, bring it down. Ah, you didn't even get to adapt. Alright, now, take this chance to heal, because you're... You never know when you're going to have the next one. You leap over the smashed remains of the fallen Otorok and rush forward towards the captives. You splint across the, the uneven ground, dashing in a straight line towards the bound captives lying just behind the last wagon. The Otorok are swiftly moving to intercept you, picking a number. Bonus of 52, 20 from agility, 16 from body, 10 from luck, 10 from spirit and 6 from luck. And I've got to get 100 or more, or they'll catch me. 110, success. You arrive at the side of the nearest of the bound captives, and are hearted, heartened to discover they are all alive and appear relatively unharmed. As you prepare to flee, as you attempt, prepare to attempt to free them from the ropes that bind their limbs, one of the captives, a woman, tells you the bandits that attacked the caravan planned to kill them. You acknowledge her statement with a grim nod. There's little time for anything else. A quick glance over your shoulder reveals a large number of Oshuaks swiftly closing in. Can I untie them in time? Can I untie one of them to untie the rest of them? Or do I have to fight the Oshuak first? Because I cannot let them get even close. You quickly set to work, praying you'll be able to flee free the six people from the ropes that bind them before you're overtaken by the advancing Otorok. Okay, okay. This ain't... Alright, no time for knots. Dagger time! Picking a number. Bonus of 49. 15 from might. 20 from agility. 14 from feathery. Gotta get 75 or more. Or they'll get there first! Pick now! 66. Failure. Before you can free even one of the bound captives. Oh, oh they were double knotted! Double knotted! Three of the advancing Otuaka are upon you. The sinister, silent beings of iron and wood quickly surround you and move in to attack one at a time. Hmm. You probably shouldn't do that, but. Don't correct your enemy when they're making mistakes. The Otorok swipes it through its iron-tipped wooden limbs, as Otorok do. Oh, it's scaled to 8+. plus. Ha ha ha, easy peasy, easy peasy. It is slain. 22 XP. The next Otorok slaps over the smashed remains of its slain kin and attacks. Alright. Adapted to 11+. plus. I don't like that. I don't like that. I've been stunned. And then I wasn't stunned. 
22 XP. The last of the three Otorok moves in silently and attacks. Otorok, three of three. Adapted its combat tactics. What if I use summon undead? Oh, the anti-magic aura. Bloody stop it. Ah, stupid anti-magic aura. Ruining all my plans. Anyway, they are still slain. 22 XP. And definitely take this chance to heal. You leap over the remains of your slain foes, determined to free your ba the bound captives before you overrun by the west of the rapidly advancing Otorok. You quickly set to work, praying you'll be able to free the six people from the ropes that bind them before you're overtaken by the advancing Otorok. Alright, so same check again. Pick now. 105 success, 16 XP to general. You quickly three all six of the captives, making short works of the ropes that bind them. And also, the ones that I free help free the others, which really speeds things up. Without delay, order them to flee south. As the three captives take flight, you suddenly find yourself face to face with the foremost of the advancing Otorok. You dodge the silent being's swift, savage swipe and swift and quickly counter the attack, hoping your brazen stance will give the people adequate time, time to escape. Here we are, this is an Otorok, and we're going to fight it. It tried to stun me, but it failed. Alright, take it down. Ah, <laughs> got you before you adapted. You've slain your foe. 21 XP. Your elation, having put down the Otorok to defeat, is short-lived. Within moments of your victory, before you can take flight with the escaping captives, you find yourself confronted by another of the silent wooden warriors. This is an Otorok. And I'm going to stab it. Oh, it's just stunned me. You don't, don't, don't do that, that's rude. And it adapted its combat strategies, but to 8+. Tries to stun me, but failed that time. And it is slain. 22 XP. A third Otorok steps out of the swirling mist to your left and attacks. Begin combat. And adapted. For 8 plus, and is slain. 22 XP. With the second horde of Otorok now. Moving silently out of the forest. How many of these things does she have? How many does she have? Joining the ranks of their kin who continue to advance in your direction. You turn and take flight. Running to catch up with the three captives who are already fleeing south. Yeah, just get away from that wood. Just get away from it. Nothing good remains in that wood. Maybe we could put good things in it later, but for now, it's just bad news all the time there. You overtake the six people and assume the lead. And after several minutes, much to your great relief, you manage to outdistance the pursuing Otorok. Yes, but will they continue to chase me while I sleep? Never, ever stop? Or maybe they have some, maybe have like a fixed pursuing distance because they're put on defensive mode you see so they pursue a bit and then they return to their post 
probably that, probably that. Because, I mean, if, if you if you put them on aggressive mode, they end up spread out all over the place. You end up with them in, in pockets of one and twos spread over the place where, got, where a guy, where guys with horses could just go, Charge! 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 Like that. Yeah, because I think a, a full-on... Charged with a lance, full tilt, would probably put paid to an Oturok. I would no, I don't have a lance handy. With as much haste as can be mustered, you lead the six fallen captives along a winding road that passes, passes through the misty hills north and east of, of Ashlere. The people you've rescued repeatedly thank you for your heroic effort on their behalf, telling you time and again the bandits intended to kill them before leaving with the wagons. The men and wo- women in your co- company both seem both fearful and intrigued about the Otrok, although you disclose to them only the barest of details regarding the magical creatures. Yeah, it's just uh, spooky forest being spooky. Yeah, yeah, they, they won't go far. They'll, they'll stay there. Yep, yep, it's a spooky forest thing. They don't, they, don't, they don't really work far beyond it, probably. I don't know, they're new, they're new. You tell them, however, that they faced a far greater danger from the wooden iron beings than they did from the handful of highwaymen. As you cover the last mile that lies between you and the formidable walls of Ashler, you find your gaze increasingly drawn to the dark edge of the sinister forest to the west. You're certain that somewhere in the misty depths of the cursed wood, a renegade sorceress and her oaken army are already plotting their next endeavour. It's a thought that leaves you chilled. With the six people now safely back in Ashlair, your thoughts immediately return to the dark forest from which the sinister Oturok once again emerged. For a long while, you stand on the topmost plat- plat- platform of the tower's wa- town's watchtower, and I had to kind of jump, and I have to jump onto the the balustrade. The wailing, whatever it is. Because it's too high. Can't see over it. Looking west towards the shadow of Fogbore. Wondering what devilry, even now, is at work beneath the blanket of swirling mists. That veil the wood and its long hidden secrets. As your eyes scour the distant tree line, you become aware, for the first time, that is the forest itself that has begun to haunt your thoughts. As if the legendary wood is alive, an ancient creature of unfathomed might, slowly waking with designs of its own, and a thousand widening eyes fixed on the world outside. <sighs> Spooky. 512 experience to general, and that finishes this little adventure. Right, and west.
Uh, and now save. Is there anything new turning up? Maybe. But not right here. Not right here. Alright. So, anyway, that's... Is that enough for today? Yeah, I think that, that that's that's enough for now. Alright, so next time, next time, what to do next time? Because there's, there's 63 available adventures, and there's two special events. The newly sculpted statue at the Pru at the battlegrounds, visiting Elaine the Mapmaker. One clearable dungeon to do. Alright, and then there's some unofficial things as well, like the Proving Grounds. There's 23 available scenarios. And some of them. Some of them are things we've already done. Oh, and some of them are things that aren't really scenarios so much as just things that are always there. Yes, lots, lots of things to do. But what, what shall it be? Hmm. All right, we'll... Uh, What to do, what to do, what to do. Oh, we can now start Wackner's Mad in Blade Square in Twithick, although it's actually in in the the Griffin Edge Tavern or something. The inn in Blade Square. And there's more. There's more things. Plenty more things to do. But what, what to do next? Alright, we'll start with the Seven Goblin series. Alright, anyway. Or, well, I might change my mind and we'll end up doing something else. But anyway, until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. 
guidebook, guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.